Hey yo, Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. Jay Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk green work, repping it all over. It's right on the t-shirt. Fan for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Cause if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is Jay Will. Welcome to the show, yeah. Wrestle, flow, 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 yeah. It is Friday, everybody. Welcome to some Wrestling Reverb here on the Josh Robinson Double Zero Network launch week. Uh, Kevin, it is, we're recording and we don't usually, behind the scenes, we don't record, we record in my morning time usually, but recording my, my nighttime, Kevin's morning. So Kevin is fresh off asleep. So good morning, Kevin. Ah, oh, thank you. Good, good, good evening. Uh, <laughs> just woke up. <laughs> Yeah, literally, Kevin was. I was just like, just message me when you're awake, and he's 15 minutes early. What a little, what a true lad right now, just being like, I'm up. Let's just go. Let's do this. Um, from memory, Kevin, the last time that we recorded, at we've recorded a couple times with you just waking up. You're not the breakfast guy, so you didn't even eat breakfast, and you were just like, let's record. No, like I literally just woke. I the, literally the first thing I did when I woke up was fire up Skype. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm about it. Um, I'm I'm not opposed to it. It's usually me on the other end, and usually I'm like, get up, have a coffee, and then I'm ready to go. Um, but I've had an energy drink, which I don't usually drink energy drinks, but it's needed after, well, life at the moment. Um, we talked last week about... It's it's weird. So we're recording this a couple days before um, we well, I dropped this, but it's, what, been like six days, five days, and... The world is just rapidly changing. Of course, we're not going to focus on that too much, but um, Kev, like the world is just, it's changed even a lot from when we last spoke. Yeah, honest to God, just it's it's a minute by minute basis. The world is, the things, are, things are happening at such a, a chaotic rate right now yeah. that literally by the time we're done recording this, like, who knows what? Who knows what could ha- what could change in literally the hour that we do this? I know it's it's so bizarre, and it's um it's draining, and it's sent the world into, for better or for worse, in some ways, just a it's just chaos at the moment. It really is. It's 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 bringing out the worst and the best in people. Um, it's uh it's a pretty challenging time that really as human beings we don't really know how to deal with this we're not wired to this we're not practice makes perfect and this is like our first practice of this kind of stuff um it's 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 draining but i i've kind of said on twitter and i'm sure you'll agree kev if we can be a little bit of a distraction um and just try and bring just something else to talk about just for a little bit um it's 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 gonna be uh i guess if anything, it's our duty to with this podcast, I guess. Um, but yeah, you know, while you're practicing your social distancing and you're washing your hands, it doesn't hurt to tune out of the world for like an hour, hour twenty, and you know, just listen to something that makes you happy. And if if we could do that, you know, we mm. gotta do it. Mm, I agree. I agree completely. Um, 
So I'm assuming that you're doing the social distancing and kind of trying to stay home as much as you can. Well, I hope everybody is doing that because it does really matter where the you know, people as human beings, we've got to be doing that as much as we can be staying home and, you know, social distancing. It's tough for some people, um, but it's the right thing to do for the long term at the moment. So before we get into our wrestling chat, um, I really do hope that everybody listening to this is doing what, doing their part to make sure that this goes as, as smoothly and as, quickly as it possibly can it doesn't really it doesn't really seem like there's an end in sight at the moment but no I, this, this can go on for a, a long time and it, the only thing that'll make it go by fa- like a little bit faster i think is if everyone cooperates with what the government is saying and what the officials are saying the experts are saying you know i think that that's the only way we're going to make this thing go by mm. is to is just to be smart about it now I have to go to work still. I, I'm, you know, I'm not. My like, my job hasn't ceased. I know your job hasn't ceased. No. So I, I still got to go out. And I got to report on the news because obviously this is a huge time for news. So <laughs> yeah, nothing's changed there. But uh, when I'm not on the job, I am going. I plan on being home. Mm-hmm. That is exactly me. That I am, of course. Everyone knows I work in a supermarket, a grocery store, whatever you want to call it, um, and. I mean, it's uh, a lot of people say retail is is a whatever job, and it's just something yes and no, whatever. It, that's debatable, but uh, it's been challenging. Um, we're dealing with just everything because everyone's panic buying and hoarding, and um, we're getting all kinds of abuse and everything. And I don't know. People seem to be taking panic buying serious but not the actual panic of what the actual problem is is like people aren't really taking that seriously i don't personally think but that's a a discussion for a different podcast but um one thing that we do know that we were very uncertain of last week when we uh, had wrestling reverb was the fact that wrestlemania is happening but it is not happening with fans of course because I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, Kev, in the States, it is 50 people or more social gatherings and gatherings of any kind are banned. Is it 50 people? It's, well, I mean, it, it, the wording of it all is, is what's is what's tricky because they haven't like necessarily banned these meet, these things, but they've, well, state by states, some states have banned them, I, I would say. But like uh, Florida, for example, 50 is, yeah, is strongly urged against the president even came out yesterday and said that he, he discourages meetings of up to 10 people. Wow. So like, you uh, basically all, all public gatherings at this point are pretty much being strongly w- urged against. Mm-hmm. Obviously WrestleMania is an event where you expect 75 to 80,000 people a year. That's not going to quite, uh, that's not going to make the cut. No, not quite. A couple people off of that, but um, it's uh, it just got announced here in Australia. It's a non-essential gatherings of more than a hundred people. Um, so I was meant to go to my cousin's wedding this weekend. That's not even taking place anymore. Um, I was meant to, you know, see all family from different states, and that's obviously not happening anymore. Um, so 
it's it's reality at the moment. It's life is completely different from what we've ever experienced. We're used to having the freedom of um, going out and doing what we want, and kind of we're restricted at the moment. So, I mean, it'll make me look at life a lot differently because I can sometimes be an ungrateful person and be like, oh, I don't like this and I don't like this. It's like, well, life two months ago was very different to life right now. Um, and not saying that life is bad or, and it's just very, it's a, it's a big adjustment to be not, I don't, I don't want to say I'm scared, but definitely worried. You know, I, I'm, I'm taking a little bit of extra caution with things when people are around, especially at work. And I'm like, okay, maybe don't touch me. Maybe just keep your distance a little bit. Just, it's just different. It's a different world, but WrestleMania is a go. It's going to take place at the PC. Um, like all WWE events have been taking place. No fans, um, I would just expect a much shorter show. It doesn't start until whatever time, and it's uh, n- there's no kickoff. They're going to have limited personnel. Um, we talked about this last week, the fact that I f- believe I said I would rather it at the PC than nothing. You were a little bit indifferent, um, but now that it's a, th- a thing that's likely to happen. I don't even want to believe that it is happening, to be completely honest, because everything's changing so fast. The government could just come out and say, no, we don't want anybody in these, in these situations. Um, and you know, and whatever it may be, but how do you feel when you seen that announcement? I mean, I know I was like, it, it was expected, but I was still like, oh man, it's really happening. Yeah. I kind of had a feeling, you know, Vince McMahon's a, a stubborn man. And oh, yes. Yeah, and you know that this this is obviously the show of shows. Any way they could they could they could get this to go on, it was gonna go on. And I'm torn about it because on one hand, I applaud Vince McMahon and the rest of the WWE for powering through and sort of giving us something to look to look forward to in this when we have, we really don't know what to look forward to at this point. Yeah. On the other hand, like oh, something about it just doesn't. I feel like, it, I feel like I, I feel like a lot of people wouldn't be like, I don't I don't think people would bash WWE if they up and up like postponed it. Mm. Yeah, you know, I don't think people would come out and say like, how could you do that? I think everyone would understand if they moved it to like June or something. The logistics of it is what makes me think that that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. No, you have to you have to, you have to find a place to have a stadium open, and also shows basically in the same town for the, the, the next three or four days. Yep. So it's hard to, it's hard to pull off. So I'm not, I'm not hating on WrestleMania at the performance center. The only thing is like, you know, the thing, the thing, the thing that makes WrestleMania WrestleMania to me is the crowd, man. There's nothing like, nothing like packing a stadium full of 75,000 and hearing the roar of the crowd with every little moment it just makes it so special and i know we're, we're not going to get that now obviously no it's going to be really weird um, it's going to be different it's going to be history making i mean if anything um there's yeah, never oh, yeah, been a wrestlemania with no fans it is something yeah, that we've well, never experienced but you know if you're a wrestling guy and you you like good wrestling you know wrestlemania well, by and large, you know, offers really the, the matches are usually pretty damn good. Yeah. So if you could if you could set aside the fact that it's going to be in an empty in an empty gymnasium, basically, <laughs> uh, you should be okay with it. And I, I, I I've made my peace with it. I'm glad it's I'm, I am I am kind of glad it's happening I'm because grateful. I'm very grateful. Without, 
without WrestleMania, the next major sporting event would be like, I don't know, July. It's so weird. You know, you talk about the fact they could postpone it and yes, the logistics, but also we don't know what's going to, is the world still going to be like this in June? Is the world, you know, and then they have to go through the whole thing of like, okay, we postponed it to June and then we have to do this all again and then postpone it again and postpone it again. We don't know how long this, this could go on for another three weeks, three months. This could go on for 18 months. We don't know really how long this is going to go on. Um, until there's like a vaccine or some 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 form of cure of some kind, we don't really know what's going to to happen. How long is this really going to go on for? Who who really knows? But I'm very grateful the fact that we got Raw, and I know a lot of people complaining about the fact that the Raw Rumble was aired during Raw. It's like, hello, like we're getting something, and we're getting still some live segments in there, and as much as they can, um, you know, we're getting a, a couple of matches and. You know, we still got Austin and the fact that people are complaining that WWE are putting something on instead of nothing when everything else is literally being postponed or cancelled, that's pretty I'm I'm happy with whatever. You know what I mean? They're trying to turn they're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit at this point. And that they're, they're they're doing the best they can. So any any form of wrestling, whether it be WWE or AEW or whoever are putting on something, I'm more than grateful and I'm more than, than happy with whatever they give us, whatever that means. I know NXT, this is, a, this is of course, coming out after NXT. We're recording this before NXT and Dynamite, but NXT has is going to have no live matches um, on that episode and it's just going to be recaps and interviews. And um, I know Dynamite is doing something from an em- empty arena, I believe, Kevin, aren't they? Yeah, they're doing like an empty show, but yeah. they're doing, they're, 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 you know, they're doing basically the same thing Raw and SmackDown is doing yep. is, you know, just sort of trying to chug along. I can't believe people are complaining that in the last like five, six days, we've gotten Cena, Edge, Taker, and Austin all to agree to do a show in an empty room with no crowd. Guys that feed off this like, Austin feeds off the crowd like no one we've ever seen. And you literally you literally saw when he went for the, the give me the hell yeah, and there's <laughs> no one there. Obviously he was doing it, you know, as a joke. <laughs> But uh, I don't know why people are complaining because we got like two interesting shows in SmackDown and Raw. I didn't get to watch all of Raw. I watched all of SmackDown for the first time and I don't even know how long. And it's a good show. It was, it was so like weird, unique and different. I had a blast. We got, you know, you we got that Cena Wyatt segment I really enjoyed. Um, We got matches like Brian and Cesaro. We got the Kabuki where we got a – no, was it no? It was ah, uh, Bliss and Bliss and Cross versus Boss and Bailey. You know, they gave us a pretty damn good show given the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Triple H on commentary on Friday night was a was a joy. Oscar yeah. on commentary oh, Monday. Night God, Oscar is Oscar is just great at being on the internet for one. And have you noticed like Oscar? Oscar's always been over with the internet, but more so for her wrestling. She's becoming that silly over. Which is like she's yeah, I mean, the other side of the internet where she's just a meme and it's hilarious. She's showing a, such a different side of her. Like her own commentary, like, again, we've said this many times, Kev, but we don't know what the hell she's saying. I have no idea, but it's amazing. Just give it to me all the time. It's because of the energy she brings. I don't know if she, I don't know if she was necessarily lacking that at some point, or they wanted her to be. I think I think what it was is they wanted her to be more mysterious at first. Mm-hmm. They wanted her to be more sort of 
closed off and just, you know, say a couple words and kick ass. But now it's like she could do whatever she kind of wants. Yeah, and I think that's blending. I think that's resonating much better with the crowd. Yeah, she's she, she's going to make a great baby face in a couple of months. Well, given what goes on, because um, I have a little bit of a – I think what's going to happen that WrestleMania – is 90%, I'm 90% in my brain that it's happening, but there's still a little part of me that's like, the world's changing, it may not happen. But I think we're going to get this couple of weeks of TV, we're going to get WrestleMania, and then I don't think we're going to be getting wrestling. Well, at least WWE programming, I don't think we're going to be getting. I think they're going to say, we need to worry about the health of our crew and our performers and everybody, and I think it's best if everyone goes to their home and just waits this out and then we get wrestling again whenever the world comes to a bit of normality again I, personally that's what i think is going to happen i think they're just trying to get to mania and get that done and then we uh we move along whatever pace and wherever we kind of go um because it's just gonna be i just don't see this they're already you know putting recaps and stuff, which is me. Not, I'm not complaining, but they're already putting recaps and stuff. I think they're just trying to, to get to mania. Um, how do you, how are you going to go with, you know, it's, it's one thing to say watching raw SmackDown, uh, with recaps, of course, and, um, watching a couple of matches in no, in no arenas, but how are you going to go watching seven or eight matches? Cause I don't think they're going to extend the card too much more. Everybody. I think they're going to try and stick with seven or the seven or eight matches that we got booked. I think there's not going to be too much more added. Um, so how are you going to go watching three to four hours of, of, of WrestleMania with no audience? It's going to be tough. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's going to be tough. A big part of what makes a big part of what makes the the really long WrestleMania is palatable is you know they they break it up they have segments with like legends and they have all these cool things going on, um, celebrity appearances stuff like that you know it's a spectacle more so than just a wrestling card. This is going to be a wrestling card, and they're going to have to work hard to differentiate it from just your run of the mill show. Yeah, and I think Edge and Orton is going to be something that uses uses the performance center to their ability. They're a last man standing match. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, Styles and Taker, it's it's Taker. So I think they can use that to their advantage. Um, Becky and Shane is going to be interesting. Um, That's one of the matches I think benefits from that because I think we were talking about this. Well, we've been talking about Becky and Shane with the potential of WrestleMania and I don't know if you said this, Kevin, or if someone else said this, but it was definitely said on this show um, that that Becky Shayna match was all about placement on the card. Now that kind of takes out the equation of the crowd turning against that match because I think that could have been won. Um, but I don't know how I'm going to feel about watching that that Shayna Baszler kind of match without an audience. Um, the commentary team have been doing a really good job at selling these matches. Um, but again, we're not, it's not like we've watched eight or nine matches in, in succession and in, um, you know, one after the other ever with no crowd. We've never done that before. Yes. We've watched a couple these last couple of weeks and we're adapting as we go along, but they haven't been back to back. They've been broken up by segments. They've been broken up by recaps. 
It's going to be interesting. I'm still going to be there for the ride. Of course, it's still WrestleMania, and I'm still excited, and I'm still ready, and I'm, I'm still going to be watching and, and try and be as active as I can. Um, but it is going to be different. No, no doubt in, no doubt about that. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's a, it's, it is, it's a, it's a, I'm grateful, but it is a bummer. <laughs> it really, yeah, it's, huge, it's a huge bummer. You know, we, we, we sit around for a whole year waiting for WrestleMania and you know, it is happening, but we're not going to get it the way we want it. And that kind of sucks. We're not really getting anything the way we want it at the moment. Are we really though? Um, no, that, yeah, again, it's all about pers- it's all about perspective. You know, you could say, "Oh, we're not getting the WrestleMania we deserve." We're literally it's literally the only thing we're getting at all. So mm-hmm. maybe we should just check up and no be sport. Well, here, so here they have pretty much canned all sport. The AFL, which is our football, um, is going on with no fans in empty arenas and empty stadiums, which a lot of people are like shouldn't be taking place. I know most of the sports throughout the world are pretty much being cancelled like nba and all of that kind of stuff all gone um which a lot of people nba is huge over here as well and a lot of people are like what am i meant to do with all of my time um they've reduced rounds in the afl this year this year from 23 to 17 um everything's getting kind of reduced or cancelled or postponed or whatever um wrestling is really the only sport if you want to call it that, that's even at all continuing in some capacity. Off the top of my head, I'm pretty certain that's true. It's definitely the only one over here because NBA, postponed. NHL, it's just hockey, postponed. Baseball, postponed. Football is not in season right now. They're um, lucky, yeah. They, they, they do plan on going ahead and just doing things normally, which is kind of crazy. But, you know, they, they have also the benefit of a couple months off where they, they could say that right now. We don't know what it's going to look like in a couple months. We don't. But football is not going on right now. Um, college basketball, same story. No no March Madness, which breaks my heart. Yeah, I've seen all about that. Oh, it sucks. My, uh, my alma mater, Hofstra, won their for their won the right to go to that tournament for the first time in 20 years and they're not going to get to go oh man that's what i was we like not the same but kind of you know on the same lines is that you know how bummed i am right now for two things first being rhea ripley and yeah getting that moment at wrestlemania and then it's like no and drew Man, like Drew is gonna get that big pop when he hit those claymores and he won and now it's that element is gone. While we still could get Drew winning, which I don't think we will now, I think they're gonna prolong that because I think what's gonna happen is that if all goes okay, I think SummerSlam is gonna be our is gonna be our mania this year in a weird way. I think they're gonna try and really build SummerSlam as that huge this is our big show this year. Um but, I mean, it's all a guessing game at this point. It's all just wait and see. Uh, I'm just holding on to the fact that we've got wrestling right now. For I'm just going to enjoy it for as m- long as I possibly can before they're like, it's the inevitable. It's going to happen. There's going to be a, a statement that comes out that says, we cannot continue right now. It is not safe. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I can literally see the, the page on WWE.com right now in my brain. So I'm sure you're probably waiting for that as well. Yeah, I feel like, you know, with the way things are going and everything's changing so rapidly, like I 
it, it is it is sort of in a way you're responsible to continue because it is yeah. obviously without fans that's one thing and you're you don't have to worry about that but you still have wrestlers in there you know competing and the crew, and the crew, the crew everyone yeah. yeah you're still that's still when you when you factor in all the people that make up a broadcast for WWE, that's still a lot of people yeah and um well again we're both very very grateful that they're doing it it's like we have to put health first and i think it's just best because it's not like a lot of them i know a lot of wrestlers live in florida but um it's not like they're all just leaving. I, I don't think The Undertaker lives in Orlando, so he's having to fly in or drive in. Edge drove 17 hours from his home to Raw because a lot of, I know here, um, a lot of flights across the country are all being grounded. I'm pretty sure it's a certain, uh, it's a similar situation in the States, isn't it? A lot of, I know international flights is a no-go um, from Australia, at least. We're not letting anyone in or out at this point. Um, but a lot of domestic flights are also being um, altered and, and cut down. I'm pretty certain that that's the same in the States, isn't it? I believe it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of these wrestlers are having to drive or they're having to somehow get there, and it's just, it'd be difficult. It'd be very difficult. And then there's the idea of travel and being not in your home, like they're kind of telling everybody to be. Um, so... I think it is for the best. Selfishly, I just would be like, I just want it to be on so it's on. But, you know, as a human being, they're still human beings. It's not like they're invincible. They could also get sick or they could be exposing people to being sick, whatever. Um, I think it's just best if we just get to Mania and then and then go from there. Um, but, you know, it is a bummer the fact that Hall of Fame isn't happening with all of these great names that were meant to be going in this year. Um, I know there's rumors of them moving that later in the year, which is very much possible, but um, whether they do or they don't is another thing. And then, of course, NXT TakeOver, which we both love NXT, and we know that that would be the better bell-to-bell wrestling night, more so than WrestleMania. Um, that I was so, I'm just so bummed that, that that ladder match is not happening, at least for the time being i know i know that man oh yeah you know i i I honestly haven't even thought about nxt with all this because you you, you're so focused on wrestlemania but yeah we're not we're probably not gonna get nxt takeover at all we aren't yeah they come out and said it's not happening oh yeah Yeah. that that sucks because that's a huge opportunity for people like chelsea green to really put her name out there, you know, in addition to the, to the, some of the already established superstars, that ladder match was going to bang. Every match on there was going to be great, as they always are. But yes, I know, and it's just—I it, mean, it is what it is. There's really, there's, it's, there's nothing we can do about it. But um, one thing that we can smile about the fact, Kevin, is that no matter what with this situation. Um, we can keep doing what we're doing. We can keep podcasting. And that's, I mean, if there's any, if there's any, I'm trying to look on the bright side of anything is that we're spending a lot more time at home. So we're having more opportunities to do more stuff. And I know me personally, um, I'm on a break from work soon. So I can actually just, I'm just going to try and stay home 90% of that time and just, Make make content and, and try and forget, even for just, if not for anybody else, even just for myself, just to 
Because it is very, again, exhausting to turn on the news or even just open Twitter when we're trying to look at wrestling stuff and this is all we kind of see. And I know we're talking about it right now, but it's kind of hard not to talk about it. Um, to a well, yeah, we would, be, we would be being highly, you know, it would be kind of stupid, honestly, to yeah. not talk about what's going on. I mean, we can't just ignore it. Yeah, we no, have to face it head on. We just can't let it, you know. Alter the way we yeah. do things on Wrestling Reverb because, you know, it's not it, – this is something we can do. This is something we should do, you know? Yeah. It's – I mean, with people going into quarantine, they got to stay sane. I, I, cabin fever is a real thing. Yep. So if you're stuck in your house for, you know, at least two weeks, probably longer, you got you to gotta have something to do, something to listen to to pass the time. So – here we are. Yeah, I mean, subscriptions will go up to Netflix and the WWE Network and whatever. Like, I am I know that if wrestling isn't going to be here, maybe, potentially, um, if it isn't on, you know, live every week, I'll still be getting my wrestling fix. And um, silver lining, silver lining, everybody, this show will not stop just because wrestling, if, you know, but the potential of wrestling stopping, this show will stop. We'll do a lot more classic Reviews of shows, Reverb Rewinds, and Mania to Manias, and talk about some other things within wrestling that isn't that doesn't necessarily mean having to have it something on right now. We will still continue to do stuff, and this whole network will still can still still continue to do stuff. And um, this isn't certainly going away, and I wouldn't want to at this stage anyway because it's a good distraction for me and for Kevin. So it's just something else to talk about for a little while. But um, I mean. Mania and, and everything, we've kind of touched on that. Um, let's take things over to the AEW side. We kind of mentioned it before that they're going to be doing essentially, I guess, what WWE is doing um, with no fans, um, just in a different spot, obviously. In Florida, though, everyone, th- everyone seems to be in Florida. Is Florida like the hotbed of wrestling or something? I don't I don't, I don't know. Everything At the moment, like, it is. I mean... <laughs> it's the yeah, only wrestling. Both, <laughs> both companies have their roots. Well, they're, I guess... Yeah, WWE's roots are really in the Northeast, but they've got the Performance Center down there. AEW is a Jacksonville-based company, basically, so they've got their headquarters of sorts down there. So, yeah, for right now, wrestling is Florida. Is Jacksonville and Orlando close to one another? No. No. Um, Jacksonville is, like, northern Florida. Okay. Whereas Orlando's down, like, sort of centralized, a little bit more southern down. Right. Okay, so, okay. I hope. Um, no, 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 I, I was just, that was just me being curious because obviously I don't fucking know. Um, but, so, AEW is still going to be running shows at least for the next couple of weeks. They've said Jacksonville is the place that this is going to be taking. And this, is gonna be, this is where we're going to be doing this from, from, I guess, something that the Khan family own, some arena or something. I, I, I honestly don't well, know. Yeah, I, I think that they uh I they think that they have shit, so. <laughs> they have a little place to go. Okay. Um, at least they have somewhere, you know, essentially. Yeah. To go. It's going to be different um, to do two hours of television when, I mean, this is when it's different for AEW. Um, WWE have a whole, a lot of library to put on because I could imagine even if WWE were to say, we're not going to do in live television, there'll still be stuff on in those time slots of just older WWE content. Um, I would imagine, but AEW don't really have that big of a library to pull from. When you think about it, they have. Got less than a year to work off of. Exactly. Um. So, 
who really knows what's going on there. But what we do know is that Dynamite is happening um, this week and Blood and Guts is happening next week. Or the week up next week, yeah, next week. Next week. Um, and they are they confirm they are doing that, yeah. Yeah, they're doing it. They're going. They're 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 going forward basically. Beside, you know, with the exception of obviously an empty building, they're going forward pretty much unbothered. Yeah. Um. They they're making the best of the situation as they can as well. Now, obviously, this is on Friday, and yes, Dynamite has already aired. Like I said before, just to clarify, we're recording this on a Wednesday, so Wednesday morning states time so um we haven't yet to watch it but i'm sure it was a great episode but um and i'm sure we re- we revealed everything we needed to know about a certain someone who whether it was this one person or the other um i'm i can pretty much well i couldn't guarantee because you never guarantee with wrestling but we know who it is at this point um with the dark order and and everything like that so hopefully it was a good reveal and if it wasn't then well shit um, I can't really comment on that too much, but um, blood and guts is happening. At least at time of recording, everything is still going on as planned. Because again, in the two days until I release this, when this episode actually drops, that's 48 hours. So many things could have changed. We this Who really, really, really knows what the hell will be going on in those two days. But at time of recording, blood and guts is still happening um, in a circle and the elite I mean, it's, I'm not, I, again, it's a bummer because the crowd would have been absolutely on fire for that, really, um, but we don't have a crowd for it, um, and they're just going to be kind of beating the living crap out of one another, but I'm still excited for it. I've I've told everybody that I'm kind of starting to really enjoy AEW, slowly, but I'm starting to enjoy it. Um, so there's that. <sighs> Again, it's a bummer because I really would have liked a crowd for all of this. Even that reveal that had or had that has already happened um, would would be nice with a crowd. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's just so it's so fun. it's so weird. Like it's it, I, I don't really know how to process what I'm what I'm watching at this point without the crowd tell me what to do. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird to watch it because sometimes a crowd, a dead crowd, for example, that just is just sitting on their hands can really take you out even of a great match. Um, a, a great crowd can make a bad match look great. No crowd. It's like I'm paying attention to so many other things that I don't usually pay attention to um, because I'm not focusing on a crowd. So for one commentary is one thing that I'm very much paying attention to because it's my audio for the match, essentially. It's my crowd for the match, essentially. So I'm relying on a lot more Michael Cole doing that. Oh, ah, oh man. Like I'm, I'm kind of relying on that a little bit more, which is something that I don't like him doing normally, but like I need it at the moment because I need some reaction to these people doing wrestling moves. Um, I'm also like, it's 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 really weird to even say this because wrestling is so over the top, but it's it it almost like you have to be more over the top because there's no audience to play to. You're playing to a camera essentially. Like you know, you watched SmackDown last week. Um, Nikki Cross is someone that I noticed that did it really well. She was being really, really, really over the top, even more over the top than she usually is, and she was playing. It much like seemed like she was playing the fact that she was 
this is more of a television show and less of a sporting event. Um, yeah. Which is really weird to dictate. And I know that probably sounds really confusing the way I'm analyzing it, but you what it, it it's a different way to take in wrestling. So it, I'm not saying it's better or worse. It's just different. And it, it does take a lot of adjusting that first match. I mean, those four ladies had quite the task. It's like, this is kind of setting the tone for what wrestling's going to be like for a little while. Um, but Nikki was someone that I noticed. But then on the f- opposite side of the coin, Jeff Hardy, oh boy. I mean, it was great to see Jeff back, but it was like he was doing things. And I was like, Jeff, like when he did the leg drop gimmick and he screamed out Orlando, I was like, oh, Jeff, Jeff, there's no one there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, Jeff, what are you doing? And then they called it the Twist of Fury. I mean, let's unpack yeah. that for a minute. Um, I'm not, I like that for a minute. I thought I heard wrong. And I was like, that's weird. I thought Michael Cole fucked up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, and then I went to Twitter and everyone's like, Twist of Fury, Twist of Fury, Twist of Fury. And I'm like, oh my God, why didn't he say that? And then I saw someone accuse Matt Hardy of copywriting Twist of Fate, which he said it was not true. And I believe him. I, I just think that. that. Why, why would he hinder his brother? <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 exactly what he said. He's like, well, I wouldn't do anything to hinder my brother's success. I just, I, I don't know. WWE just can be very petty. Can be petty sometimes. And that is literally just a petty move because Matt didn't resign. Literally, yeah. There's nothing else I can look into that more than just them being douchebags about it. Um, I mean, it irked me though, and I know it's a little thing to annoy me, but when there's no crowd, that is what you hear. And Michael Cole said it twice, and I was like, oh yeah, it's my literally, God. The, literally the only thing you hear is Twist of Fury. You don't hear a crowd to be like, oh, if, if that's in a regular arena, I might not even have thought about that till after the show. Yep. But it literally stuck in my head, and I was like, that's was crazy. Like, oh. like, why are they, why are they calling it? It's literally like one of the more iconic moves in wrestling. It's been around you know, for it's been, so long. You know what I mean? That's yeah, like changing had, the stunner. Both parties have used it for 20 years. Yeah. And it's like, why oh. would you, like, why change it? You know, just, just to penis. stick it to Matt Hardy. It's like, who it doesn't really, care. like, he doesn't care. And obviously, the WWE didn't care about Matt Hardy because they would have been using him for the last three years at a much more. In- you know, consistent rate than they did. They've always cared about Jeff more. That's just the way it is. Some people will be like, granted, Jeff is more interesting than Matt or flip-flop. Maybe people think Matt's more interesting than Jeff, but Jeff certainly isn't going away from the WWE anytime soon. So we're going to have to get used to Twist of Fury. But I mean, it's WWE, so they'll change it on the fly and it'll be Twist of Fate again before we know it. But um, when they get over their kind of Matt didn't re-sign phase um but yeah jeff's back i listen whether jeff's on my screen or he's off my screen it doesn't make a hell of a lot of difference to me i'm always happy to see jeff but if jeff isn't there i'm also he doesn't move the wheel for me i guess is what i'm saying i really like jeff but if he's not there i'm like okay you know it's not like he's top of the card He's always just like that upper mid card guy that could easily be put in a world title match, but can also just be there. <laughs> yeah, I like Jeff Hardy. I'm glad he's back, and I'm glad to see him wrestle. I think he could be used in a lot of different ways. The only thing is, like, you know, when's he going to get popped for another wellness violation? When's he going to get hurt again? Yep. He's, he's, yeah. a, he's a wild card in that respect. Yes. I, I'm not saying Matt wasn't, because there was a time there where Matt Hardy was, just, was pretty bad off himself. Yes. But Je- it seems like Matt Hardy's fixed himself and cleansed himself, whereas Jeff, you know, he's he was just a re- – obviously, he, the, 
they're going to say he was off because of injury. And he was injured, but he also got arrested not too long ago. Yeah. And he, it, but like, granted, he did go and went into involuntary rehab and stuff. But we've heard that that before from Jeff. And yeah. while, of course, we always wish him the best. I've always been like, I hope he's healthy. Hope he's in a good headspace. Um, it's just happened so many times that it's like, you're almost not waiting. You're not, of course, not wishing upon it at all. But you're almost like, when is it going to happen again? Because we've heard him say so many times. And I, if 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 wrestling is a distraction for Jeff in that response of like, um, it's almost an excuse of going back to that. Maybe he shouldn't be doing it or or whatever. I'm not here to talk about Jeff Hardy's life or what his choices are. However, it yeah, again, he just doesn't really. I really do like Jeff, and if he was the world champion, I'd be more than happy. But if he's also just a, just kind of a name, that's also fine to me. Um, he's only got a few more great years in him left, I would assume, with wrestling. So I'm enjoying Jeff for for whatever you know, whatever it kind of brings. It's it's weird to make he made his long awaited return after nearly a year to an empty arena. It's yeah. Like, and it was weird watching Jeff because he's like, he kind of, he really does interact with the crowd and that crowd kind of makes that entrance bigger and it just wasn't the same. Um, yeah, Jeff's the guy that feeds off the crowd and mm-hmm. yeah, you, you could tell when performers feed off the crowd and, they don't, and that's taken away from them, you could tell they're not in the same zone. Yeah, literally, when he went for that fucking leg drop. Orlando! Oh no. I was like, Jeff, Jeff, no, no, there's no one there, dude. Just cameraman. I was like, do you, Jeff? You should have um, yelled out Michael Cole. That would have been fine. Oh, yeah. He, that was just Triple H or something like that. Just look directly at him. Um, Paige wasn't there. She had travel issues going into SmackDown so last week. So I guess we'll never know what was going on there um, with Paige. <laughs> nah, probably not. Um, it would be one of those mysteries. Yeah, I, I don't know. Honestly, it, it doesn't. Yeah, I like Paige a lot, but... Her, pre- her presence for me isn't something that, like, dictates whether or not I'm going to watch the show. It's like Jeff with me, I think. I think it's exactly Yeah, I, I, I know she can't wrestle. Yeah, I've never been one to get, like, super invested in managers, even though I thought she was a pretty good one. I thought she was a great GM. Great um, GM. As just a manager of a wrestler, which is probably what they're going to use her for, like, I'm not, like, super interested in that. Yeah, fair. Again, she doesn't move the needle for you. That's fine. But I guess it's just one of the things we'll never know. Um, Speaking of stuff we'll never know about, and I purposely didn't tell you this last little chunk that I want to talk about with you, just because it's in the forefront of my mind. And again, this is all out of what we're about to talk about is very much a very big topic and people get very decisive on. But what I wanted to talk to you about, Kevin, is the fact that there's something coming out in some time, the dark side of the ring stuff, two part special on Chris Benoit. Mm. Um, yeah. And when I say those name, when I say that name, Chris Benoit, people are going to be like, I'm not listening to this bit. That is your prerogative. And I understand um, sometimes it's just too much for people to talk about Chris Benoit. And that's completely fine. Um, for me, it's, it's um, very interesting to hear that story and I will be watching that at some whenever that comes. I don't. I can't tell you off the top of my head when that's coming out. I know that it's soon, um, and I'll be finding out how to watch that where where I am. And I'll definitely be watching that two part special. Um, 
Chris Benoit, as soon as I say that, does that just make you instantly not want to talk about it? Um, because, of course, I didn't I didn't pre-screen this with you. If you don't want to talk about it, feel free not to talk about it. No, no, no. Yeah, man. I mean, it, I don't mind talking about it at all. I think it's, like, one of the craziest stories you'll ever hear, not just in wrestling, but just in general, you know? I, I, I always had a personal tie to that story because uh, – and I think I brought it up on this show before. If not, then maybe this is the first time some people are hearing it. But uh, uh, the whole this whole thing went down on my birthday weekend uh, in 2007. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, I was a big Chris Benoit fan. He was one of my favorite wrestlers. You know, I thought he was ter- obviously. I I if you know if it, if everything hadn't shaken out how he how it did, I probably would have more of an appreciation for his wrestling ability now than I did as a kid because I, I wasn't so focused on technical stuff. Yeah. But I thought his nickname was cool. I thought like the throat slash Tawny did was cool, and his moveset was cool. I like the headbutt. I like the crossface. But yeah, um, Vengeance Night of Champions 2007 was on my birthday. And for that reason, me and a couple friends were able – my parents purchased it for us. And we watched it. And I remember exactly how it went down. We got to the ECW title match, and it was supposed to be CM Punk versus Chris Benoit. And they're like, oh, Chris Benoit couldn't be here due to a family emergency. And one of my friends, you know, just not really thinking, said, oh, I hope he's not dead. And I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Why would you say that? I, there's no way. He's probably just sick. And then the next night, you turn on Raw, and and they're showing Chris Benoit in a in a gymnasium, and they're showing his his amateur wrestling background, and it's like, oh my god, he is dead. And then by yeah. the end of that tribute episode, it became apparent that not only was he dead, but he had in fact killed his family as well, mm-hmm. his his wife and his wife and his child. Uh, it's 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 not easy to talk about, but it's you know it's something that I feel like. If you're gonna be a wrestling podcast, and especially with the, with this coming out, with the Dark Side of the Ring stuff coming out soon, and I've certainly been locked in on that as well, and I, I will be wa- I will be watching. Uh, you can't not talk about it. No, it's always gonna be. It's like the elephant in the room. We're it's, always it's, gonna it's, know it's, it. It's like the, uh, that's the perfect way to put it. You know, it's like. When when you when you talk about wrestling, people are like, even like not when you talk about wrestling. Oh, everybody like, no, knows about this. Fans, yeah. they're like. Oh, what about that Chris Benoit fella? Yeah, it's, um, you know, Chris Benoit, the wrestler, before all this happened, probably, in my opinion, the greatest technical wrestler I've ever seen. Just flawless. That man was flawless in the ring. So damn good. Not known for his talking skills. He was never a great talker, but it didn't matter because he was just that damn good. If you go back to the catalog... I know some people just genuinely will not, and that is completely fine. It is completely, I 100% understand why you wouldn't. Um, But if you go back through the catalog of Chris Benoit matches, you're not going to find any bad ones, really. Or if you are going to find them, it's going to be, you're going to be digging for quite a while because you, it's going to be very hard to find them. Um, One of the greatest technical wrestlers, again, I think I've ever seen. And I'm the same as you. I think if the the way it went down didn't happen and, and that, that didn't happen or if he's still alive or, or whatever, um, I'm pretty sure we'd be looking at him in a very different light as one of the best ever. And I think he'd be first ballot Hall of Famer. But what I want to, you know, the dark side of the ring and stuff is coming out. And I've never in the nearly two years I've been doing Wrestling Reverb, um, and certainly in the year that we've been doing it, we've never really, we've mentioned Chris Benoit, of course, and we've kind of touched 
on his wrestling career, but we've never talked about what went down or what what is the perception of went, what went down those last that last weekend of his life leading into um, the double murder suicide that went down. Um, I remember it too. I watched the pay-per-view live as well, just like you did. And that was the kind of Johnny Nitro and then the birth of John Morrison. Like that all happened out of this, which is really weird to think about, but that happened directly because Benoit wasn't at the show. Um, and I, you know, I was young. I would have been damn 12 years old, 13 years old, something like that. And then go on. Oh, okay. Chris yeah, I, I just turned. I just turned eleven, so you probably remember about twelve. Yeah, twelve. Um, I remember it. I remember sitting on the couch. My brother, I believe, even my sister was watching with me, and I just been like, and all I kind of thought is, he's probably just sick, just like you, probably just sick or travel or something. You know, not really thought too much about it, and then roar. And I remember coming home from school because, of course, we're already there live here. So coming home from school. Um, and watching Raw and being like, you know, because the internet was there, but it wasn't really prominent. I wasn't like on, I didn't have a phone at that stage in my life. So um, it's not like I could just get on the internet and see it as it went down. I was like, oh, what the hell? Chris Benoit is, is not alive anymore. And then everything, as you get older, you kind of look into it a little bit more because all I know is just at the forefront. But when you really dive into this and there are countless amount of documentaries and YouTube videos and podcasts from other wrestlers and podcasts from experts and and all of this stuff that went down because it got a lot of attention of course um i watched something just out of curiosity randomly just um wrestlers on a i don't know exactly what show it might have been larry king or something um i just found it on youtube and listening to all the people talk about it and talk about benoit and talk about his relationship with eddie and um how much he loved his kid and and how much he loved his wife and um, a lot of people were really surprised and then a lot of people were disgusted and, you know, there was all different kinds of emotions. Um, Chris Jericho has been one to talk about on his podcast a lot about this. He's done a few episodes of Talk is Jericho on them. I suggest you go and check them out because they are very interesting. Whether you believe or, or whatever you believe or w- whatever opinion you have on the situation, it is fascinating and it is there is a curiosity there to listen to these shows to be like, what really went we'll never exactly know exactly what went down we've of course got the gist of it and and stuff like that but no one will ever really know exactly what went down and what was going through Benoit's brain at that stage because I think it had a lot well they kind of determined it had a lot to do with um a lot of like that well this is the direct reason we don't get still chair shots in the head in WWE anymore it's from is directly from that isn't it from my understanding it is pretty much yeah i mean benoit benoit's brain was like an 80 year old alzheimer's patient when they examined it after which when you think about that is is completely and utterly fucked isn't it like it's just yeah it's so weird to think about like imagine that you know what i mean and um it's so crazy because now i this is always the details i get wrong because i hear so many different stories but his son had difficulties, didn't he, of some kind? He had learning difficulties or autism. I think he had a learning disorder. Yeah. He was on the autism spectrum. Yeah. or I, I don't know for sure. But um, it, it just it's, – it's so just – I didn't even know another word than disturbing. It's a lack of a better term, but disturbing to think about that. And we've 
I've always got, I've always had that. It's, it's really weird, but you've always kind of like weirdly imagined that vision of that and like gone like, wow, what the hell must've been going through his brain. And well, we don't know. Um, but it's, a, it's, it's definitely a situation that will always be at the forefront whenever we mention that word. That's the first thing I think about. You say Chris Benoit and you just think he killed his family. Then you think about other stuff like wrestling and, and whatever. But that's always going to be at the forefront of our brains. And and that's how it should be. Oh, definitely. You, I'm near. Yeah, definitely. Nothing like drives me up a wall more than people that are like, but you have to separate his wrestling career from his personal life. Like, no, you don't. You don't, you absolutely do not have to do that. No, you don't. <laughs> That's why you never, he should never, ever go in the Hall of Fame. I'm on that. No, I, I, I have no are, tolerance for people with that, that make that argument. Like, there's absolutely no way you could put him in the WWE Hall of Fame. There's not. Um, you know, they put, they don't put people in for less, way less, way, 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 way less. So, um, he should never go in the Hall of Fame. Um, it's just, yes, I'll always admit. I think he was a fantastic wrestler, but wrestling in real life and a murderer is very different, very, very different. And they don't even become on the same scale. So, I mean, if you're, if you're a great wrestler, but you're also someone that did that, the wrestling's pretty irrelevant. Whether you think he was a great wrestler or not, that's not what I'm saying because I've always said, yes, he is a fantastic wrestler or was a fantastic wrestler, but wrestling is why we love wrestling. There is more to life than wrestling. And you cannot even, I couldn't even imagine that conversation of being like, maybe we should put him in the hall of fame. No, no, no. He should never will never. Um, and that is, that is that on my opinion with, um, him going in the hall of fame, but I don't know. Do you ever think we'll know, well, I don't know. I don't think there is a way. But do you ever think we'll know exactly what went down that weekend? Uh, pro- maybe someday. Maybe, maybe someday. Because there's definitely a lot of stuff that they haven't released. Oh, definitely. And it's it should be. But nothing stays Nothing stays completely hidden forever. I'm sure someday we'll learn more. I don't really think I even like need to learn more. I think I've, I've, I know all I need to know. Yeah, I'm certainly. I've certainly made up my mind, and and certainly know what I know what I need to know about it. But it always will be. Again, there's always going to be curiosity there. Hence, while I watch that thing, um, what I did want to and to kind of round this out with with Benoit is his son. Um, well, I think we touched on this, or at least I put this on Twitter. He wants to start wrestling. He wants to use the Benoit name. Um, he he wants to kind of do the moves that his dad did because he's. It's hey at the end of the I know this is going to sound really weird, but it is his it, you know it's still his father, and it'd be a weird spot to be in because I I don't know it'd just be very different and a lot of people are just coming out and attacking I can't think of his son's name why can't I is it David is it David I believe it's David correct anyone on Twitter can correct me but I believe it is David um. A lot of people had a lot of just stuff to spew out at him, and it's like at the end of the day, yes, that is his father. He did some, he did awful, disgusting, horrible things. Yes, it is his father, and also, don't judge David of what Chris did. You know what I mean? Like, let that dude kind of 
do his own thing and you don't have to constantly shout at him and, you know, bully him on Twitter. Um, but yes, he yeah, does want to use... Well, yeah. Um, he does want to use the cross face and the headbutt and everything. And I don't know. I don't think... For me, personally, if I was in his shoes, I would really want to stay away from this industry because you're never going to escape that ever. Yeah. Your dad's and, always going to be a murderer. You know what I mean? Oh, and I'll be frank. No one's going to hire him if he wants to use the Benoit name and the Benoit move said. No one's going to hire him. I don't, business-wise, I don't blame them. I, I can't. No, it would, because, be, it would be a, a PR nightmare. Oh, God. And he just looks like Chris, like everyone, you know, if you haven't seen, I'm pretty sure it is David now that I say it more and more. Um, If you yeah, haven't yeah. seen David Benoit, just look that name up. He looks exactly like his dad. He talks like his dad. He he laughs like Chris. It's it's like kind of low key. Like whoa! Like he is just split an image of his father. And um, I mean, it, I mean, hats off to him for wanting to get into this industry. But it's not going to be easy. I, I commend him, and I do not judge him of his his dad's actions. But I mean, it'll be very difficult for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would. It's just uh, he's better off going and being like an accountant or something because it's yeah. not going to work for him in professional wrestling. And I don't think he should want it to work for him in professional wrestling. I think he should want to carve his own path. I mean, do you, David? But um, if you do decide to go into the industry of professional wrestling again, it's not going to be easy. You're gonna wherever you go, whatever you do, that is going to follow you through somebody. Um, and yeah, that's where I'll kind of leave that. But I just wanted to touch on that because it's not something that I ever wanted to. And I've always gone back and forth on whether I should do a whole episode about this and, and really dive into facts and, and, and stuff. But I don't know if this is the place to do that. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm the person to do that. I don't know how comfortable people would be listening to that. I don't know. So I just kind of wanted to throw it in here now, get out my thoughts let kind of Kevin do the same and and maybe we'll touch on this again one day. I don't know. Um, but it was just, you know, again, with everything going on in the world, it's it's just let's use our brains for something else. And, yeah, you know, whatever that may be. But I guess that'll kind of, on, on, a, on a lighter note, um, next week is, well, we've got, what, two weeks before? Is there two more... Sh- there's three more SmackDowns before Mania, yeah, including this week. So we've got a couple more weeks of television, given who who really fucking knows what's going to go down with that. Um, we've got a few more weeks of television television before Mania. And I, reluctant in my speech, I know it sounds like I'm a little bummed, which I am, but I still am excited for WrestleMania. We still get to see a lot of good wrestling. And let's just, who knows? Maybe it'll be the best thing ever and we'll be like, wow, this was amazing. What a great show. Um, We really don't know until we just sit down for WrestleMania and watch it. I'm still going to have a grand grand old time. Um, I'm sure you will do exactly the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I guess that'll do us for this week on Wrestling Reverb. I hope you are. Everybody is enjoying the Josh Robinson Double Zero Network. This is launch week. Um, it is officially one week old now that Wrestling Reverb is coming out again. Um, and now I just 
keeping those ideas flowing and keeping episodes coming out. And um, I will I will say that I am pleasantly surprised with. I never want to like brag about numbers or anything like that, but I'm. Let's just say I looked at them and I was like, oh, okay, I'm happy. So let's just keep this train moving and and everything like that. And um, expect to see a lot more content from me over the next couple of weeks because I have nothing but time, as a lot of the everybody does. Also, um, Kevin, you've probably noticed this too. I'm tweeting a lot about my cat lately, and I'm pretty fucking happy about it. Yeah, well, that's what you do when you're quarantined is you, you spend time with your loved ones. And a lot of us, that means animals. I know my dog is downstairs waiting for me to come down. Mm. My cat is uh, waiting for me not to be around her. Oh, she's an awesome yeah, cats and dogs are different. <laughs> yeah, they are. We we've had cats and dogs discussions before, and we've both come to the conclusion that really cats and dogs are both just as great as one another. Honestly. No, they're both awesome. I love different qualities. Love animals. I, I yeah, I love an. I've I, I love animals. I just except birds. Birds phobia. That is my number oh. one phobia in the world. Is birds, pigeons, everything. All of birds. Little birds, big birds, whatever. They have beaks and they will peck you and they just want, they want me to die. I'm just, that is just my preconceived notion. They want me to die and I want to get out of their way. That's that on, on birds. <laughs> I don't blame you. Birds could be a little spooky. A little? They can fly. That's enough for me. They can fucking fly really high in the sky and then they can get in trees and they can just look at you with those bird eyes and they're like and you're like fuck i'm getting out of this zone um so yeah i don't like birds it, birds in a cage birds in the sky birds on the ground pecking i don't like it birds at the beach everything i just don't like birds so that's that i guess until next week we will see you on the wrestling reverb and whatever else you'll hear me on and all of that good stuff enjoy life at the moment everybody just try and stay calm we said this last week stay calm just help each other out as much as you can stay at home just do everything the government whatever you are in the world is saying and just just take it easy just chill and of course kevin you can alliterate this please wash your hands (laughs) and don't touch anyone please don't touch anyone just be smart be smart social distance everybody it's okay for a little while catch up on some video games catch up on some netflix Whatever you want to do to pass time, play some Monopoly with your loved ones, even play Monopoly with your pet. I don't care what you want to do, just stay stay home. Please don't go out, everybody. <laughs> I've seen lots of Snapchat posts from friends of them still going out, and it's like, no, 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 no. Don't go out to a bar or a club. Just spend some t- quality time with yourself or with your partner in crime. Whatever you want to do, just stay home. Wash your hands, and please... Be kind to one another. Until next week, see you later.